All right, chapter 23. Chapter 23, verses 1 and 2. Now Sarah lived 127 years. These were the years of the life of Sarah. Sarah died in Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan, and Abraham went in to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. This is the only woman whose age at death is recorded in the Bible. <laughs> and how old would Isaac have been when Sarah died? Yeah, about 37. And uh, Abraham weeps for her. But this chapter is going to be dealing with what are we going to do with her body? You might bury it in some of your property. But how much property does Abraham own in the land of Canaan? Zero. That's for his descendants later to possess. So we got kind of an issue, and we're going to deal with that issue. Comments or questions before we do? All right. Now why don't we go ahead and read 3 to 18 here. Then Abraham rose from before his dead and spoke to the sons of Heth, saying, I am a stranger and a sojourner among you. Give me a burial site among you that I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the sons of Heth answered Abraham, saying to him, Hear us, my lord, you are a mighty prince among us. Bury your dead in the choicest of our graves. None of us will refuse you his grave for burying your dead. So Abraham arose and bowed to the people of the land, the sons of Heth. And he spoke with them, saying, If it is your wish for me to bury my dead out of my sight, hear me. And, he, and approach Ephron, the son of Zohar, for a for me, that he may give me the cave of Machpelah, which he owns, which is at the end of his field. For the full price, let him give it to me in your presence for a burial site. Now Ephron was sitting among the sons of Heth, and Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in, he in the hearing of the sons of Heth, even all who went in, in at the gate of, the, of his city, saying, No, my lord, hear me, I give you the field, and I give you the cave that is in it. In the presence of the sons of the people, I give it to you, bury your dead. And Abraham bowed before the people of his land, he spoke to Ephron in the hearing of the people of the land, saying, if you will only please listen to me, I will give the price of the field, accept it from me, that I may bury my dead there. Then Ephron answered Abraham, saying, My lord, listen to me. A piece of land worth four hundred shekels of silver. What is that between me and you? So bury your dead. And Abraham listened to Ephron, and Abraham weighed out for Ephron the silver which he had named in the hearing of the sons of Heth, four hundred shekels of silver, commercial standard. So Ephron's field, which was in Machpelah, which faced Mamre, the field and the cave which is in it, and all the trees which were in the field that were within the confines of its borders were deeded over so Ab to Abraham for a possession in the presence of the sons of Heth before all who went in at the gate of his, of his city. All right, so here's the situation. Sarah dies, Abraham goes to the sons of Heth, and in verse 4 he says, I'm a stranger and a sojourner among you. I need a burial site. I need some ground to bury my dead. He's wandered in the wilderness for about how long now? Wandered in, in the land of Canaan, I guess I should say. For how long? When did he get there? Right. He, was, he, was, he was 75 when he came there. 
he was a hundred when Isaac was born. That's twenty-five. But he was there with Lot. That was before Isaac was born. That was more than thirty-seven years ago. Yeah, he moved there when he was about <coughs> seventy-five. Sixty-two. And how old is he now? <coughs> about one thirty-seven. So he's been in the land for a little over 60 years. And just how much has the Lord given him to possess so far? Not a, not a grain of sand. He doesn't own anything. That'd be kind of tough. You know, how are you about waiting for promises to be fulfilled? You know, we're in the instant gratification mode, you know, in our society. You know, I mean, man, I don't want to wait for the oven to heat up. Microwave it. You know, we, we like everything instant. Well, they're not going to be instant. He's been there 60 years and no land. So he has to make these negotiations just to find a burial site, to get a burial site to bury his wife. So he calls to the sons of Hath. He says, I need this burial site. And what do they say in verse 6? Pick the one you like. Yeah, you could use one of ours. That'd be great. And Abraham said, uh, go talk to Ephron for me. He's got a cave I want for that purpose. If I can get that cave, I'll pay full price, and I can marry, bury my dad in that cave of Machpelah. And so they do. They talk to Ephron. And what's Ephron's attitude about selling him that cave? He'll give it to him. Yeah, he says so, but 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 there's a there's an extra there's an added detail about this. Did you notice that in verse eleven? I don't see what you're saying. I give you the field. The field? Nah, no, we don't want just the cave. Take the field, too. Hmm. Now, there might be more than one reason for that. Can you think of why he might not want to just sell the cave when he really kind of wants to get rid of the field that the cave's in as well? Would the cave get more price to the field? Or maybe the field more price to the cave. I mean, you know, Abraham's probably going to pay more if he buys the whole plot. And we subdivide it, and he just gets the cave. And uh, actually, apparently, this is a possibility even in their society. What would make us, uh, you guys who are adults, uh, even even Micah may be into this by now, what would make us not necessarily want this whole field on top of the cave? You know, including the cave. You have to take you have to care mow of it. <laughs> not, uh, yeah, but that's not why I'm thinking. I'm thinking about something a little more painful than mowing. The taxes. The property taxes. Oh. And apparently that was an issue back then as well. Oh. And so it may be, we don't really know, but it may be that Ephron, you know, he wanted to pump off the whole field and that way the taxes are Abraham's. That's more speculation. It may be he just wanted more. He didn't want to just sell the cave. Of course, what he's saying is... I'll I give it to you. Oh, it's, I'll just give it to you. 
Now, how does that usually work when somebody tells you that? Especially after you've said, I'll pay full price. They kind of expect you to argue. <laughs> yes, yes. I think this is a polite, you know, giving it to you. You ever seen people do that? You know, they say one thing, but you know that's not what they mean. It's kind of worldly people for you. It's not the way Christians ought to act. We ought to be more straightforward. But worldly people will say, oh, oh, no, that's, that's fine. You can just, you, I'll just give it to you. But, you know, it's uh, it's about, you know, fifteen ninety five. Uh, you know, retail price. Uh, yeah. You know. And then they tell you, now, it's worth this much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, which is exactly what he does here. Abraham says, if you will only please listen to me, I will give you the price of the field. Ephron says, my Lord, listen to me. A piece of land worth 400 shekels of silver, what's that between me and you? So bury your dead. <laughs> well, he well, slips that in there. Now, isn't this the way they, they, uh, they bargain. bargained at this? I think it is. I think it is. And so I think he conveniently slips in how much he wants for that field and cave. 400 shekels of silver, which, I don't know, if you've been looking around at things that are paid for things in the Old Testament, that strikes me as a pretty steep price. Must have been a big field. I don't know. Well, or, big cave. or big cave. Or maybe he just wanted to make a good bet on it since he had a ready buyer. I don't know. And maybe he thought Abraham would chew him down. <laughs> Uh, but what does Abraham do? Four hundred, yeah, 400. yeah. He listens to Ephron. He no bargaining, no negotiation. Full price, public. Everybody knows. No question. He bought the cave and the field. Four hundred old shekels. So that was a. Pretty good day's work for Ephron, I'd say. Wow. Not, not, and Abraham doesn't come along to buy your field every day of the week. Yeah, Cameron. Isn't in the New Testament, Judas buys a field with the 30 shekels he sold Jesus? Yeah, he did. Well, it was. That must have been a small field compared to this one. I suspect this field was overpriced. That's what I suspect. You know, probably not anybody but Abraham who'd paid 400 whole shekels of silver for this. But this way, Abraham has totally publicly acknowledged full title to this mm. cave and field. So this guy can't say that <clears throat> Abraham you know, swindled it out of him or something. Exactly. It's really mine. No. <laughs> Abraham bought it with top dollar. But, but so much for Abraham's possession of the land of Canaan, he had to buy and pay through the teeth for what he got. Where's this deal about God giving it to them? You know, again, wait, patience. It'll be a long time. <coughs> <coughs> All right, comments or questions through verse 18. They, they have never found this cave. Not that I know. And wasn't this the only land that Abraham theoretically had yeah. when he died? Yeah, I think so. Was anyone else buried there? Yes. I think they buried Isaac there too. Joseph. No, I think <coughs> Abraham was buried. He with was buried there. Her and Rebecca. Did he say Rebecca? I said no, Isaac. No, no, Rebecca. 
You all may be right. I've not done a study on who all was buried there, but that's a good, uh, that's probably right. You know, somebody can figure out who else was you know, buried in. Well, that was a good, that was a good investment for See, him. It's yeah. All, <laughs> it's, it's all the land he needed. That's yeah. right. Six, yeah. six feet. Yeah. <laughs> How much land does a man need? <laughs> Might not even need that much. You could have dug straight down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could could bury them vertically. I guess. Stand it up. <laughs> or once you go down, then you go crossways. <laughs> you buy the lad. How far down do you buy? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It does you have to pay extra if you want to buy the land like way below the mineral <laughs> rights and all that. Yeah, yeah, mineral rights. Oh. But if you buy a cave, how many how many acres are you buying? The upper and the lower? <laughs> I don't know. If you keep carving out the cave, do you get some <laughs> more taxes? <laughs> so in 19, after this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of Machpelah, facing Mamre, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. So the field and the cave that is in it were deeded over to Abraham for a burial site by the sons of Abraham. All right, any other questions or comments on chapter 23? At the beginning of this um, section, they're treating him like a prince. and In fact, they even call him a prince. And it shows how already God being with them is blessing the nations around them. They're so willing to give him stuff because he's blessing them with the flocks. And everywhere he goes, things go well for everyone that's near him. Good point. So who's Heth and Hebron, this Hebron place? Which Canaanites are these? Wouldn't the sons of Heth be the Hittites? Hittites. I think I'm right about that. Quote me. Mamre was the one who owned this property. That's where Hebron was, and it was called Mamre earlier. Right. It faces Mamre, yeah. Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron. I know nothing other than what you're saying. So. Well, yes. it's just later, you know, he, he's dealing with them now, living among them now, and then a few hundred years later, they come back and drive them out. <laughs> yeah. When the iniquity is full. Cast. Uh, where is this Machpelah? Uh, like, where do we know what this is close to or where it is? Uh, well, apparently close to Hebron. I see that, but like... <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, uh, Land of Canaan, uh, Planet Earth, I don't know. <laughs> Any other thoughts? This Kiriath Arba slash Hebron is mentioned later in Judges, the first chapter, verses 10. Um, and it shows that the taking Judah and Simeon taking it back from the Canaanites. Okay. That helps me. Thank you. I read somewhere where this uh, Hebron is either the oldest city that still exists uh, that we have a record of, or one of the oldest. <laughs> I didn't know that. <coughs> Other thoughts? We'll start into chapter 24. Really an awesome chapter.